Welcome to Healthy Mom, Healthy Baby Tennessee, a podcast brought to you by the Tennessee Initiative for Perinatal Quality Care. TIPQC exists to improve health outcomes for mothers and infants in Tennessee through our quality collaborative that will identify opportunities to optimize maternal and infant outcomes across our state and is funded under a grant contract with the state of Tennessee. The Healthy Mom, Healthy Baby Tennessee podcast is designed for medical professionals and for patients and families across the state. We will focus on all aspects of the perinatal period with special attention to reducing our maternal mortality rate. This podcast is brought to you through a cooperative agreement with the Alliance for Innovation on Maternal Health. Welcome back to this week's episode of Healthy Mom, Healthy Baby Tennessee. I'm your host, Amanda Nally. Today we have exiting infant medical director, Dr. Anna Murad, chatting with our incoming infant medical director, Dr. Scott Guthrie. We invite you to listen in and learn a little bit more about our new director and his vision for the next two years for the TIPQC infant arm. Let's get to it. Hi, everybody. This is Anna Murad. I'm the infant medical director for TIPQC, and I am proud to be handing over the reins to Dr. Scott Guthrie. So welcome, Dr. Guthrie. Hello. Dr. Guthrie, tell us a little bit about how you became a neonatologist. So I grew up in uh, North Alabama, uh, moved to Nashville and did my undergraduate at Lipscomb uh, Medical School at East Tennessee State. And the very first uh, rotation of my third year medical school was in the neonatal intensive care unit. And I thought, I might be able to do this. Uh, I think I like this. So I pursued a general pediatric residency, did that with the University of Tennessee system in uh, Chattanooga, and then uh, did my fellowship in uh, neonatal perinatal medicine at Vanderbilt. And I've remained on faculty since finishing that in uh, 2005, but moved out to uh, Jackson, Tennessee to help develop one of the Vanderbilt regional affiliated NICUs in Jackson. Excellent. Tell us a little bit more more about yourself. What do you like to do in your spare time? Do you have any other hobbies or interests? Yes, I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie. If I have time, I love to travel and I love to climb big mountains. So since about 2012, I've got some friends here in Jackson that we have traveled either to Ecuador or Peru or out to uh, Washington State and have gone mountain climbing in the Cordillera Blanca or Mount Rainier, done some crazy things like that. I like doing triathlons, running, biking, just about anything to de-stress after a busy uh, week in the neonatal intensive care unit. I'm so ready to be able to travel again. Yeah, definitely. That's one of the things that has been so tough about this past year, just not having the opportunities to do things like that. For sure. And what about your professional interest? What are some topics that interest you in the neonatology world? So one of the things I've had the pleasure of doing over the past few years is mixing my love for travel with some global health interest as well. I have been involved in in some type of global health work really since medical school. But over the past uh, six years, that's uh, developed more into educational and quality improvement, specifically in the countries of Azerbaijan and Jordan. I was invited by uh, the Azerbaijani Ministry of Health in, goodness, 2015 uh, to come for a visit and to help improve their neonatal care services. And that uh, developed into a U.S. State Department funded Fulbright grant. So I'm a Fulbright specialist and got to return back to the country on uh, two other trips with a specific mission to improve some specific requests to help them figure out a better way to deliver surfactant and also to help develop some simulation training in that country. And that relationship has continued to develop to where, although I'm no longer Fulbright funded, I've been 
continued uh, to ask to visit by the country and have done that. Of course, this past year, it was all virtual. And so we did some virtual training and virtual conference. And then I've also had the opportunity to do some things in Jordan over the past several years as well. And again, unfortunately, COVID shut that down this year too. So besides uh, global health interests, I've also been involved in some clinical research uh, for the past several years. Uh, we recently published a paper in pediatrics just a couple of months ago on uh, aerosolized surfactant delivery, which I think is going to be a real improvement for our kids in the neonatal intensive care unit. And uh, we're in the process of working on uh, some other ways to deliver surfactant in a minimally invasive way. And uh, that trial will be starting in just a couple of months. It's really important work. Tell us a little bit about your QI interest and how you came to be involved with TIPQC. Yeah, so uh, QI interest, goodness, I've, I've been involved with TIPQC in some form or fashion since it started, and just using the projects to improve the quality of uh, services that we uh, have here at the Jackson VRAN. But then as I began to uh, branch out and do uh, more global health work, there was the opportunity to take some of the basic premises of the quality improvement projects and really some of the, the early projects that we did uh, with TIPQ to uh, some of the countries I was visiting to explain the concepts of quality improvement to them and to help get them involved in doing uh, some uh, basic quality improvement services. And that's been one of the really fun things about doing this and about doing global health is that you, you visit almost on a yearly basis. So you get to go back and people begin to point out to you the, the, the changes that have taken place in their neonatal intensive care units, the, the changes in the care uh, that they're able to, to deliver. And it's just really an, uh, an amazing thing uh, to see that happen and to see people uh, take these concepts and apply it to their situation. And that turned into, uh, I guess, being able to take over for you, Anna. So hopefully we'll be able to continue the great work you've done in those infant medical directors before you and develop some great quality improvement projects for neonatal care in Tennessee. Yeah, I think that must be really great to go back a year later and see all the changes that have been made. Sometimes we miss those small incremental changes, but yet when you get to see the totality of it a year later, I bet that is impressive. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I bet. Tell us a little bit about what you hope to do with TIPQC. What are some of the things you're looking forward to? Yeah, so one of the things that we've already started working on is a, a simulation uh, project. Uh, this is going to be combined with the maternal arm of uh, TIPQC. And we're targeting uh, doing this last part of June. We will be setting up both maternal simulations. The maternal teams can work through uh, management of uh, hypertension and hemorrhages and things like that. And then from the neonatal side, uh, we'll be working with those teams that uh, show up for the training to help them uh, do and resuscitation care of uh, those babies so they can uh, learn the processes of doing simulation and teaching simulation to people and then taking that back to their facilities so we can improve the care that's delivered through simulation. And that's really one of the best ways to be ready and able to take care of some of these uh, rarer things that, that come in so we can uh, improve care in a safe environment before we actually deliver it in a high risk. That's fantastic because you never know what's going to come in through your emergency room doors and to be able to handle that is important. Yeah, exactly. So tell us a little bit about, are you going to be collecting any metrics on this simulation training? Are there other things that you're going to be looking at or is it more a trainer model where people are going to go back and figure out how they want to evaluate it in their own hospital? Yeah, so that's a great question. So we definitely want to uh, train people you know, how to do this so they can take it back. But it's always great to be able to measure improvement as well. 
So we are currently looking at some tools that will allow us to do that. These are some, some tools that have been uh, published in uh, previous studies that have looked at the ability of just teams working together and just having a smooth flow. Team scoring system is something that is important and uh, may be used as we uh, measure the improvement. And then some other things that are used, uh, that, that it may be used is just the ability deliver this care when it comes in and how smoothly the process goes. And you said this is going to be launching at the end of June. Is that correct? Yeah. June 21st through 24th is is when the uh, trainings are scheduled. Okay. Wonderful. What are you looking forward to project wise? I know you don't know the exact project that's going to be approved, but do you have any that you're looking forward to or would like to try? Yeah, so I certainly think, as we've talked about already, the SIMS project is going to be something that's, that can be universally applied uh, to all the hospitals in Tennessee that are taking care of birthing and uh, for uh, infants uh, that may come in to either your uh, ER or your L&D area. But one of the things that, that I think would be very worthwhile to investigate is a project for the high-level neonatal intensive care units in our state. There's a project that has, has gotten my attention from the University of Alabama, Birmingham, called the Golden Week. And it, it, it seeks to improve care of the extremely low birth weight infant. And so this could be something we could roll out to level three and level four neonatal intensive care units uh, just to look at our processes, uh, what we are doing, and to uh, try to figure out how we can improve care for the tiniest babies that we care for in our state. That sounds like a worthwhile project for sure. Do you have any thoughts on the existing projects, our Safe to Sleep or our Opioid Exposed Neonatal Project? Yeah, keep doing the work. There's been some fantastic work coming in from both of these projects, and uh, both of them are just uh, instrumental to what we're doing, especially the opiate exposed neonate with the stress that everybody's been under. Uh, the past year, I think our, our rates have uh, increased in, in the state, and we need to do a better job of caring for those mothers and, and those babies that are exposed as well. And I would point everybody to our uh, website, tipqc.org. We have lots of educational videos that you can use if you are working with opioid-exposed newborns or with moms who have opioid use disorder. We've got great resources there that are free of charge. We also have a speakers bureau. So anybody who may be interested in having a speaker come to your hospital, we would love to have, have you contact us and we provide that service also. Yeah, so all the training is uh, CME approved, uh, so everybody that, that takes part in this can certainly get some hours to uh, meet your requirements. That's an excellent point, and they're evidence-based and hopefully very helpful for your staff. We also have podcasts. As you know, if you're listening to this, you have already found our podcast, and we have multiple topics. We're always interested in any additional topics that you may have that we can tape, and Scott will be taking over those podcasts. Anybody would like to be interviewed, you can That too. All right, Dr. Guthrie, thank you so much for being with us today. I can't wait to see all the good work you're going to be doing with TIPQC, and I will be happy to hand the reins over to you and continue working with you in the future. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Anna. You've done an excellent job in your uh, term as a director, and it's going to be big shoes to fill. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Mom, Healthy Baby Tennessee, presented by TIPQC. TIPQC is funded under a grant contract with the state of Tennessee. Healthy Mom, Healthy Baby Tennessee is brought to you through a cooperative agreement with the Alliance for Innovation on Maternal Health. Do you have ideas for a future guest or topic or even have a question you would like answered on upcoming episodes? Visit www.tipqc.org, that's T-I-P-Q-C.org, and click on podcast to submit suggestions and questions to our podcast team. 
Make sure to subscribe to our podcast to be the first to know when new episodes are available and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube to stay in the loop with our active projects and other relevant news relating to perinatal health in Tennessee. 